Welcome back to an all new episode of the Social Girls Podcast. You are here with the two co-founders of Social Show, Coco and Hannah. We specialize in social media and event management with the main goal of helping others to spread the why of their business. Join us as we chat to some very interesting business owners and discuss all the latest social trends. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump into today's new episode. Welcome back to the Social Girls Podcast. Today we have an awesome interview with Di Russell from Die Live. Welcome, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. So I will just introduce your role sort of as per your website is a mindset specialist for personal and professional leadership. How about you just jump in? We know who you are, but go in and tell us about what you do and yeah. Mm. Um, I was going to tell you a little bit about myself, actually. Of course, so, go for it. Um, I was born in SA, raised and born and raised in SA. Schooled in Wyala, so I married really young at nineteen, and I was widowed just before I was twenty-three, and I had two young children, and that's a bit sort of, you know, leads into a bit of my story, really. So yeah, um, I'm fifty-five years old now, and I have three daughters and five and a half grandchildren. And a half. Five and a half since you last saw me. Oh my gosh. Um, And I've been in business for myself since I was 28. So quite a long time now. Um, And eight years in Dye Life. So I spent five years back and forth to Canada learning from my beautiful friend Bob Proctor. And I guess the upshot of my business is really that I provide people with the knowledge and support to create a life that they love. So supporting them as they start to understand what they really want and how to get it. Um, Really about leading a more joyful life. That's what I'm all about, fulfilling life, uh, both professionally and personally, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I love your story. That's like the second time I've had it. So Mm. I think when we first spoke, it was a lot more in depth when we had coffee. but. Yeah, I think it's very interesting, which, you know, we can touch on later as well, that if you're starting a business at 28, um, I mean, we also started business at a young age as well. So I think there's so much in common there that we can talk about. Um, So last week we spoke about our goals. We touched on. Yeah. (laughs) We sort of went on about, I don't even remember what they were. They were a bit of a rampage. We talked about our goals and all that sort of stuff. And when this episode will air... um, be about middle of March, but I think, which I think is an important time of year, because I think every single person starts off their year with goals, and around maybe March is, fall off. is when you start to, you know, if you're not quite, it's that perfect time where it's like, oh, I said I was going to do that, wasn't I? Yeah. So I just want to know from what you do, um, what is your, I guess, advice on goal setting? Do you think it's beneficial? Just give me your whole rundown on goal setting. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can talk for a very long time. I've, I've got my notes. Should I give you a timer? <laughs> You'll be here, I've just got I've put down some, some essential things here. So goal setting is essential, but I prefer to call it becoming aware of what you truly want. Because I don't know about you, but when I first heard the word goals, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh my God, I have to do this. It yeah. sounds like a task when you say yeah. it. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it does, it's like, ugh, yeah. something I have to do. So each of us within us has things that we truly want to express. That's really the essence of the life in us, as I've learned. Um, And when we become aware of those things, life gets really exciting. So it's not at all drab to have goals. In fact, you know, you have got them. Everyone has got them. So most people live frustrated lives, not because they can't achieve their goals, but because they don't set them. They don't ever realise, oh, I really want this, you know. So that's the first step. 
to a goal is it's got to be something you really want, not something your mother thought you should do or your business partner, you know, thinks will make money. It's got to be, I really want this. So it might be things like starting a business, um, going on a holiday, getting a house, running a marathon, finding a partner, anything at all. doesn't matter what it is, but it has to be that inside of you you've got this really strong desire that you really want it. Um, and you did say, how do we set and achieve our goals? Yeah. Now, the truth is they're two different things. So one, if you really want something, you, you can absolutely know that you'll achieve it. Most people don't think that. Yeah. Um, I work with people setting goals that are way out of what they understand they can do at that time. So there's two parts to goal achieving. One is setting it, and that's the intellectual exercise. So we think about what we want and we get the picture of it and we really start to, you know, dream and imagine. I see that on your wall there, imagine. Um, so that's the intellectual exercise. The second part, the actual achievement of the goal, is a lawful process. And that is a big part of what I teach throughout the time that I spend with people. So if you're setting the right type of goal, you won't know how to achieve it. Most people set goals like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go to the gym three times next week. Yeah. That's not really a goal, it's more of a to-do list. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Know, you know how to do that, it's just a matter of, you know, getting off the couch <laughs> and off you go. So, um, so if you're setting the right type of goal, it'll be something that really excites you and scares you at the same time, but you do know that you want it. And um, that's the best thing I think I've experienced along the way, is that there's this process that is goal achieving. And it's not to do with us knowing how, it's about us imagining it, seeing it, and then allowing the lawful process to play out. Um, and get out of the way, basically, um, is yeah. what I tell people. So I guess the two points I'd give people is what do you want? Get very, very clear on that. Make mm -hmm. sure that you can actually you know, feel, like I say to them, imagine what your goal looks like in the achievement of it. So not seeing it off in the distance, but like, wow, get the picture of your goal and you in it. Like you're there, you're looking through your eyes, not looking at yourself in the goal, but you're in the goal. What does that feel like? Um, and then you follow the prompts, pretty much. So you'll get... Um, intuition, you'll have you know, hunches and inspirations and it's your job to follow those not to argue them down and reason them away. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? No, I makes love that. Makes sense. There's I'm just so many, absorbing all of yeah. that information. <laughs> there's so many goals where you go, okay, I, I can do this but the ones that excite you, you're like, I have no yeah. clue how I'm going to do it but yeah. you know what? I love it and I want it to happen. So That's I right. completely love it. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and it's also as well what you said about, you know, certain goals um you know working out the ones that you want it's like that age and i think it's you know maybe early 20s it's like okay is this something i actually wanted or is it because my mum or my dad wanted it or a parent yeah. or a family member wanted it you know it's like it's that weird age where you're like wait what do i actually want yeah. you know like it's it's such yeah. a even like for instance finishing high school and going to uni like a goal of finishing uni and it's all of a sudden like, okay, wait, is that actually a goal of mine or is it because my school pretty much handed down to me that yeah. it, you go to uni and then my parents said, yeah, go to uni. And that's like what you do when you yeah. finish. There's like all these little things. And if it's not, it doesn't feel right and it's not working, you're not achieving it, then no. maybe that's not a goal for you. Your generation excites me because I see a lot of, you know, your age, my, my kids are your age and they, they're just thinking how they want to live life. They're not they're looking up and thinking, well... 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can do better. no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. So, what do we want to do? And I, I see people doing it very differently. I'm just, I think it's so, so cool, so good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, I even look. My mum, for instance, she, um, she didn't. She, I think it was around year ten or eleven, and she went and became a hairdresser and has done that ever since. Um, and then you know, my dad's been very similar as well with the, at least like the industry he's worked in. And I just looked at that and was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> I, I don't know what I want to do, but yeah, I don't want to do that. Um, and why didn't you? Because you didn't feel... Yeah, exa- exactly right. I didn't feel excited about yeah. going to uni and getting a job and doing that. So for me, my goals weren't aligned yeah. with that. I guess that's where... Yeah. Yeah. Now that you've just like blurted all that information out, it's just <laughs> sitting on it. Oh my gosh talk about it for forever i'm trying to think about our, what our business goals were last week that we touched on the studio the studio yes and sort of the financial free freedom in a sense but creating that financial model that yeah it's not all client facing so we yeah. can have that is it residual income is that what you call it or but that passive, passive income yeah. happening at the same time yeah and the studio is one of our big ones for me that excites me tremendously and it's like so much money that's like i know how it's gonna happen but it's gonna happen yes. it, i just see it i see what's gonna look like she I, often sends me links of like properties yeah. to look at, and i'm just right. like she's definitely sitting on the couch brainstorming right I'm now definitely just like on commercialrealestate.com <laughs> what's available yeah. and i've like narrowed down to the exact building that i want on jetty road yeah that's just waiting for it to come up you're you're sort of stoking the fire of your goal like yeah it's such a good thing to do is to imagine um one of the people i read he said it's just to have daydreams about your goal is futile we've got to really jump into the feeling of which is what you're doing when you're sitting there looking at those pictures yeah imagining you guys there so that's that's the energy that you want to get into because it's all about energy it could be so far-fetched unless you break it down and bring it back and you go actually no why can't i do it yeah so like so how do people start a cafe same thing yeah like, people just they just do it yeah, yeah. So, like, well that's the next thing i actually wanted to touch on is that feeling of being stuck mm. and i think exactly you just sort of said it then mm. how you know so if you do have this goal or not even a goal or you're doing something in life in general and you get to a point where you do feel stuck what what can you do how can you get out of that right is that an indication of maybe this isn't for me or is it you know do I just need to rethink things like yeah I like what you were saying about the stuck I mean some people get going on a goal like you've been talking about and they can feel like they come up against something like a wall or a dead end or something like that that's a different type of stuckness to being where most people you might pass on the street where they just live in the same old, same old and yep. just feel like, oh, you know, don't know how to change anything. But I guess they're both similar in a way. Yeah. You're in a state where you just think, I don't know. And I, I find that's absolutely a worldwide situation that people are in. Um, they don't just feel stuck, they actually are stuck. Like they're doing the same thing over and over and over despite their best intentions. So um, they might know what they want to do like we were just talking about the gym and things like that yeah they're just not doing it or they want to stop doing something and they just keep doing it so once we realize why that's happening and it all comes back to understanding the way our mind works and also again as i touched on before there's universal law like the, the world operates in a certain way a lawful way 
And once we understand how we operate and how it operates and we sort of bring those two together, it all becomes very, it makes sense, like yeah. you were saying before. Um, and it's interesting, I, just, I guess I wanted to mention that why I'm so keen to teach this is because I was in that situation where I was, I'd always been shy, I'd always been withdrawn and not confident and I just thought that was my personality. Uh, and I did feel stuck, like I just thought I, I can't do what I saw everyone else doing. But when you start to understand um, that that's not who you are, like like you were saying, if you get to a place where you say, oh, I can't see where to go from here, most people would go, oh, that means oh, it's not for me, or and they let go of their dream. Well, I had a dream as well to be much more confident. And you'd ask me, Hannah, you know, is it simple? Is it a simple fix? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is simple, but nothing is simple when you don't know it yeah so it can be as simple as you like but if you're not aware of something it's going to be difficult so um once you learn that that desire in you like you said doesn't matter how many brick walls you come up against if you've got that desire and you understand what a desire is which is the life in you looking for expression so i like that term because like i i visualize life as a tsunami basically like who is going to stand up against the, the force of life, you know, that life force in them and say, oh, well, I, I can't rely on you to give me what I want. I can't, I can't do it. To me, that's what you've really got to start to understand, the life force in you, and it's looking to be expressed in the way that you desire. That's what a desire is. So you can 100% bank on that and say, well, no, no, if I've hit a brick wall, that is me going, okay, well, that's the end of that road where's the next road that I am going here like you don't you know if you were if you and I were driving to Melbourne we wouldn't just go oh there's a roadblock we have to turn around and go back to Adelaide yeah yeah no no there's another way yeah and and I'm now going to direct my I'm going to look for that because we get what we look for um that's a cool way of explaining it yeah, like, I like you wouldn't that. just turn around and go by the Adelaide. <laughs> like, yeah, you wouldn't just get halfway you're and go halfway there. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. just go. <laughs> no, that's right. We're going there for a reason. And your goal is exactly that. It's directing you in a direction. And it's not about it's not about what you're gonna get. As much as that's what, you know, makes us want it. We we want what we want. Mm. But it's about who you're becoming in the process. And that's why I say to people, it doesn't matter, we don't need to know how it's gonna happen, we just know it will. Yeah. And you know that you're not gonna be who you are right now in the yeah. achievement of it. So that's pretty yeah. exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I what you said about the simple fix is is very true because yeah, in a way it is simple, but you're changing the way of doing something, so it's going to be new. Yes. And you know, I mean, let's just say use the gym for an example. You know, you want to get fitter and stronger and all of that, but you know, you know that you have to then get up and go to the gym in the morning. That's right. So yeah whilst that is simple you are going to have to change it's going to be hard because you're not used to maybe getting up early in the morning yeah. so the idea of it is simple just go to the gym yeah but there is the element that yeah and that's just because it's unusual you're not used to getting up an hour earlier each morning to fit in time to go to the gym and that's my point is that we have this programming if you like or settings in us so if, you were, if you'd always been someone who'd gotten up early and gone to the gym, it would be easy. Yeah. So the actual act of what we want to do, even in the achievement of our goal, is not hard. It's just not normal yeah. for us. Yeah. And because we have this very strong programming running with quite a momentum in all of us, when we decide to do something different, 
like you said, the act is simple in itself, mm. but the programming that we've got running has quite a momentum. And so in order to do, you might do it for a day or two days or a week or even two weeks, but then something will interrupt that and take you back to your old momentum because, you know, the law of attraction, I know that's been bandied around, but that's what happens. You've got to, you know, we're all vibrational beings, if you like. Yeah. And that is attractive. So you're going to attract circumstances and conditions that match your vibration. So if you're someone that's like, oh, you know, I don't like going to the gym, you might try and you might do it for a, a day or a week. Yeah. But then something will happen that will break that momentum because you're not truly that person yet. Yeah, you're not truly in it. That's right. Yeah. And so that's the work um, to be done really is to understand that and how then do we get you know, to match our goal, to match the goal achieved in our vibrational tone. Because once you do, it's like easy street, just like you're living now. It's, yeah. It's easy to do what you've yeah. always done. Yeah. 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 Does that have anything to do with the how many days it takes to form a habit? Yes. And it's interesting that people say you can form a habit in 21 days or whatever it is. My mentor used to believe, you know, do it for three months um, and then even then go a bit longer just to make sure... But you'll know when it's a habit because you'll do it without thinking. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be a part of you. So, and there's only there's only two ways to change that that rhythm, if you like, of, of who you are. One of them is an emotional impact, which I've had a number of in my life, which really it, it takes you out of your usual routine. Mm-hmm. So when my husband died, for example, mm. my whole world changed, and there was yeah. just nothing yeah. routine in it, it. It felt. Yeah. However, those situations, normally those emotional interruptions are not good. It doesn't make us necessarily go right now forming good habits. Yeah. Um, it just disrupts us. So that's a good time to start forming good habits, but mostly we don't in those circumstances. Yeah. The other way to change that rhythm, that momentum, those habits, is by this constant spaced repetition of putting in the information that you want. And so you know, I'm very conscious of how people speak what they're telling themselves all the time. Um, like, oh, I'm not a morning person, I'm not a morning person. Mm. Every time they say that, their subconscious is like, okay, you're not a morning person. And yeah. so it, it acts out what you've planted in it. So that's where it gets really fun and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about this stuff for days, for hours, for weeks. I just love talking about yeah. all this stuff. Mm. But I actually had the pleasure of attending the Prosperity Project. Um, was it? few weeks ago now mm. yeah. yeah it was actually on valentine's day because right. i remember the one thing i did is getting <laughs> a little chocolate <laughs> i gave the second one to nina she was pretty happy yeah i walked in and said nina i've got a present for you for valentine's day um but yeah you mentioned something in this and i wanted to write it down and make sure i read it out and said it properly you said say what you mean mean what you say and i don't know why but i as soon as you said that at that breakfast i just wrote it down straight away and yeah. I think that just tied in with everything you were just talking about then. Um, But yeah, I just, I mean, Coco, you haven't been to one of those before. I would love, and for anyone listening um, who hasn't been, I would love for you to share what you like do in in that session and what all of that means. Yeah. The Prosperity Project came to me pretty intuitively, actually. It's just like, I was sitting there one day thinking, how, how do I want to show up with what I now know? Because... I really want to help everyone live a life that they just love, like we're not here forever, right? So it's like now, we want to start now. And so those prosperity projects are free events where I put on a bit of food and drink, 
One of them's a breakfast um, in the city and one of them's an after work in Stirling. And we just, we gather, uh, people chat and do a bit of networking and then I just teach on just a tiny, tiny topic around prosperity. And I guess the word prosperity even, you know, that whole wealth thing, it comes from the word wheel, W-E-A-L, and it means all the good. So I'm talking about all the good in your life, like the Prosperity Project is about just loving life. And that comment um, mean what you say, so what you mean. It's like you were saying before, Coco, it's easy to form a habit. Mm. All we have to do is keep saying and doing the same thing over and over and over, and there we go, we have a habit. But 21 days, if, if you bought a habit membership for 21 days and did nothing, your habit wouldn't change. So, like you were saying before, we have to become really conscious about what we are telling ourselves, not just when you're on a call with your coach, yeah. but when you look in the mirror every day, when you go to your wardrobe every day, when you, um, I don't know, everything you do, you know, the way you're driving, you know, um, the way you dress, the way you walk, talk, what you think about your business, what you think about your parenting, what you think about your partner, like really start to take a bit of a, um, take stock of what you're thinking. And that inner conversation is where it starts. And then of course we see that inner conversation come out. And sometimes it's so, a lot of the time it's so not conscious. Like people say, oh, I'd love to go to Paris, but I'll never have enough money. There's an instruction. Yeah. And they tell everyone they see, I'd love to go to Paris, but I'll never have enough money. Um, I'd love to start my own business, but I'm too old. Yeah. And yeah. so they're giving themselves this instruction. So I say to people, say what you mean and mean what you say. So some people say, well, I am saying what I mean. <clears throat> but is that what you want? Is, are you yeah. really saying what you mean? Because inside they're like, oh, I'd love to start a business. Yeah. yeah. But they're not speaking like that. My favourite one is... Um, around children and the people who say that your life is over when you have your child and I was like well I'm obviously in my 20s I'm like well that's that can't be true I've got a next 70 years to live your life just changes it's not over it's just different to what you had before you know before you didn't have pee now you have pee so it's not over it's just you can still do so many things if you tell yourself you can that's right we're still going to Bali we're still living life with pee in the life yeah yeah because belief is another area of what I teach you it's all tangled up in there and your goal achieving yeah Um, and a belief is just a thought that we've had over and over and it's really made its home in us and we accept it and so you know make up a belief I always say to people make up a crazy belief like oh, I'm going to work less and earn more mm-hmm. there's a belief that I want to have yeah. because once we embody a belief then then we'll see the results of that just like we said if I embody the belief that my life's over now I'm a mother then I'll see the results of that yeah, yeah. it's very interesting the way you talk to yourself and you, most people probably don't realise all the things that they say all the time because it's just a force of habit I guess just saying you know it's like I would love to go to the gym but I'm not a morning person and so all of a sudden it's like well now I'm not going to go because I've told myself over and over again that I'm not a morning person Um, there's no reason I can't be a morning person I can change that Um, you know and there's ways around it and stuff as well but you don't realize how I guess negative we can be sometimes as human beings and so hard on ourselves and you know just even that what you just said 
how negative we can be. And I used to think I was a positive person. Yeah. If I said, did I have a good attitude? I would have said, yeah. And then one of my mentors said, do you ever think about lack? And at that time, I was shopping, in a, you know, when I went and did my grocery shopping, I would have a list and I'd have the price of every item and I had to just spend that because I was very aware that I didn't have enough money. Mm. And so when they said that, I'm like, mm, I'm always aware of lack. Like, I'm always budgeting my life, yeah. my time, my money, my everything. And so it's like really be aware of how you feel and what you're saying and do they line up. Mm. and some people will say to me well you know that means we just have to speak positive even if we're not feeling it yes know that if you start saying what you'd like it to be eventually you will actually start to change the way you feel about it Mm. sometimes it's too big a leap to go from feeling really ordinary about life to saying I'm loving it yeah so I encourage people to write down what it is that they're really feeling like the real crappy this is what I'm feeling and living, and then just go a degree better. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to see that I could, da, 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 yeah, and do that for a while, and that'll just lift you out of the muck here. And then from that point, you go a little bit higher again. It's like, oh, I'm actually getting more used to feeling like my life's improving, da, da, da. And so you can slowly but surely, because it's quite a big leap for your for us to stretch. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really just. It's really good advice because I've, you know, everyone's probably been in in a lack in some, yeah. and it's really hard to go, cool. So there's this much left in my bank account, and how do I not budget that? Yeah. But to just that little jump, yeah, to feel a little bit better, yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. some great um, affirmations around money that you can start to say. Because like I said, this is all energy. It's not logical work, because even our logic is controlled by our our paradigm, our programming. So you can't logically think your way out of the mess. You've got to really understand that what you start to think, you will become. Yeah. You become what you think about. So when I looked in my bank account, when I just first started this business, and I'm like, oh, I was running a retreat, I had no money. I'm thinking, you know, how's this going to happen? How am I going to do this? Shutting my laptop one day and thinking, well, there's a lot of space in there for things to flow in. And and that was the attitude I started to have. Like, I firmly believed that I was not about to go bankrupt. I was about to receive what I needed to move forward because I knew what my goal was. So there's a lot of science behind this, the way what we think about is what you start to see. I love that. There's a lot of space for things to come in. Yeah. That's a really cool I really like that. Yeah. Then, Money's an interesting one, I think. Just very. you know, and I recently, you know, I lived at home and it was great. It was comfortable and very lucky and fortunate to have great parents and a good family home. But I recently moved out and now I've also um just decided to book a trip to Europe. Which I think firstly I can say I'm very grateful for that I'm even allowed or able to for, afford that but yeah right now at the moment I'm not you know this time two years ago when I was living at home and didn't have didn't just book a trip to Europe I was feeling very comfortable and fine yeah. um then started a company then moved out all in the same year um and so I just decided to do all of those things all at once which is great <laughs> and then yeah just decided to book a trip to Europe and also leave at last minute to book flights so they were even more expensive <laughs> so I've just done all of these things um but yeah I think there's so many ways you can look at it you can just go holy crap 
just be in a negative state of mind. I've got no money. I've got no money. I can't do anything. I've got no money. Yeah. And you know, I, I think it's, it's good to budget and all of those types of things, but yeah, I try not to be too harsh on it and go, okay, it's, it's all good. I've just booked a trip to Europe. Yeah. Like yeah. it'll be fine. It's always fine. Yeah. You know, I have money coming in. Um, you know, it always works out fine and there's no point in just going, you know, I've got no money. Yeah. I'm just going to sit at home every night and not go out, you know, and for dinner with my friends, you know, yeah. maybe I don't do it every night, <laughs> but you know, it's interesting the whole budgeting because I was a budget queen, like, like yeah. I said. And when I met my mentor Bob Proctor, he said to me, "I want you to do a budget." I said, "I've done that already," and he's like, "But I want you to do a budget the way you want to live, mm. rather than going, I receive this much money and this is the way I spend it. Yeah, I'm now going to go. This is the way I want to live, and this is how much money I'll be receiving." Yeah. So that's really I, cool. Yeah. You, yeah. That was a fun exercise when you go, okay, what's my clothes budget? You know, like, <laughs> hold on a yeah. second. <laughs> when you start doing that, what happens is you feel really good, especially when you understand the law and understand the art. Oh, so the things that I'm going to attract in my life depend on the vibe I'm in, the feeling I'm in. Mm. So when we start living in the feeling, as I say to my clients all the time, live in the feeling of your goal achieved and when you start living like that even when you look at your physical bank account thing mm. you just think okay i'm not looking at that i'm going to look at how i'll feel when i'm living um the way that i want to live yeah that starts to change your world right here and now yeah and that's what's so cool yeah we, re- we actually last night i caught up with my friends who i'm going with and we were um you know, for a second we were thinking about the money that we'd spent and because we were booking accommodation and the money we'd just spent on that. And then all of a sudden we were looking at the photos and we were like, oh my God, we're going to be sitting on this balcony having a glass of wine. <laughs> this is so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> we were even talking about this really expensive restaurant. We were like, oh my God, we're going to sit on that rooftop. We have to book it. Um, and, you know, I we quickly looked at the side of the price of the food, but we were like, it'll yeah. be fine. It's like like the feeling that you know and now between now and then we'll work hard and make sure that we do you know have the money to be able to do those things but all of a sudden we turned off oh my god crap this is you know yeah. accommodation this is costing money we were like oh my god i can't wait like you know we yeah. were even just dumb things of like oh my god this is a perfect mirror for a mirror selfie this is going to yeah. be great like and all of a sudden we were just so excited yeah. and i just forgot that the accommodation is going to cost money yeah <laughs> it's like oh it's free to ask yourself is do i want it that's the only thing you know i, I used to do the whole pros and cons and analyze the absolute crap out of it but now it's just like, do I want it? And I remember the first time I used that, I, I was newly separated. I didn't have a lot of money, living on my own for the first time. Yeah. And I found this mentor in Ireland I wanted to go across. And he was actually in um, Boulder, Colorado at the time. And I thought, oh, I want to go across and see him. And all the thoughts came in, like, my kids are going to think I'm crazy. Like, everyone's going to think I'm crazy. And the time and the money. And I remember saying to my mentor, what, I don't know what to do. I really want to do it. And he's like, well, that's the only question. Mm. do you want it and he said the rest of it doesn't matter it just felt so irresponsible because again that was my programming to go no no stay home save your money get get you know secure and here i was and i I did that i just off i went and never looked back like i've I've kept doing that sort of thing it it was uncomfortable to start with like you're going to do you're going to spend the money you want to spend to have the best time in the world yeah and live like there is no tomorrow yeah and that's might sound all the mothers on this 
<laughs> because we don't we only have now and don't worry the universe will respond to that feeling of just living in abundance yeah and you'll you'll gain more by doing that than going and you know yeah sharing a sandwich under a tree with your tent <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not no i'm not preaching just you know there is a, there's a lot of wealth mm-hmm. coaching out there where it's like you know yeah. you just want the money 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 it's yeah. not like I, I spend my summer holidays in a tent down at Port Elliot, um, yeah because I want to. Yeah. You know, I love it. And so make sure that whatever it is that you're doing is because, you know, we're back to where we started. Like you, you want it and you love it. Yeah. So. Yeah. As soon as you feel like you want it and you love it, there's yeah. just... That's, that's, that's a no-brainer right. to, to do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Because, yeah, as you were saying before, where you felt irresponsible, there's always going to be... You know, there's always going to be those things. It's like even yeah. me, you know, going to Europe at the time of year I'm going, um, you know, there was that factor of you can't go because I've got dancing and I have a team that I have to coach and you can't go because, you know, or you live out of home, it's going to be expensive and you can't go because this and that. And then I just remember I was like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Well, I want to go. That's it. Like, That's I want, want to go and, like, I'll sort... Someone can take my lessons. It's yes. fine. Like, I've, I'll sort that and, yes. you know, um, like, if I, I want to go, it's a no-brainer. Just... And it's really like we feel our way forward. And when I say that, I mean in our feeling tone. Like, you knew that when you started thinking responsibly that, mm, I, I actually want to just stay back to do that. Yeah. It's not that you're a bad person, but you're feeling your way forward. You're like, it feels good for me to say yes to this. And there'll be other times when we might think we want something and we step towards it and think, mm, this, yeah. this doesn't actually feel yeah. like I thought it would. So it's like that game of hot and cold. It's like, okay, I'm getting away from my true path here. I was having a conversation with someone yesterday about the studio and it was interesting. I told a couple of people that it was like, what I want, like, oh my gosh. And then a couple of different responses. And the person I was saying, oh, why don't you just start smaller and do this part of it? But I'm like, no, I, w- I want the whole thing. Okay. Like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> yeah. Like, it all goes together in my head. It's, yeah. not, it's not individual pieces. Yeah. Like- <laughs> That's what's interesting when, you know, I talk to people about um, persistence and keeping on holding the image of what you want. And a part of persistence is to lock out, like lock the door of your mind to other people's negativity or even their safe goals. Yes. I remember a coach I came across and I told him what my vision was for my goal. And he said, well, I think you need to be a bit more realistic. And I'm like, I don't do realistic. Yeah. So it's your goal. It's what lights you up. And it won't be that everybody captures that from you, Mm -hmm. especially mothers. yeah well I remember when I was thinking of moving out to begin with um I kept thinking of that feeling of being in my own space and it was so exciting to me having my friends over for dinners and all those types of things and my sister um I don't even think she listens to this podcast anyway so I should be fine but (laughs) my sister she had already moved out she currently lives in Melbourne um and she obviously was had, is has been whatever struggling financially as anyone when you first move out of home there's it's a it's a different world um and I think she was putting that on to me um when I was talking about moving out and she said you know I'm not sure you can afford it and this and that and all of a sudden I just was like oh my god I can't afford it oh my god moving out's not a good idea like this and that and then you know and that was just her 
at the time being, you know, a good sister and trying to prepare me for, yeah. you know, it's not all fun and, you know, friends and dinner parties and, yeah. you know, it does cost money, which, you know, I already knew those things, but, you know, her just putting that all on to me, all of a sudden I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't move out. Maybe I can't afford it. Maybe I made me... I was not good. Yeah. I didn't feel good at all. We got in a big argument. It was like, it was <laughs> yeah. not good. It was not a nice feeling. And it was just, and I was like, wait, hold on a second. I want to move out. Yeah. Wait, what? I was confused. I was like, oh my God. But, you know, she was just giving me her two cents of trying to, you know, just FYI, this is what it's going to be like. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, came across as like, don't do it. Yeah. Um, and so I listened and all of a sudden I was like, wait, no. Because yeah. I remember the feeling of, and you know, and now I've it's nearly been a year, and yeah, all those things she said about the money were true, but yeah. I'm you know still good, and I'm yeah. absolutely loving it. So that's the key to all of this is really getting back to what your vision is. You know, when my yeah. husband died, I was I was young, and I had these two children. I was living in Port Augusta, and I remember one day my little one demanding to see her dad, and I just that cracked me like nothing else. Yeah, and I just remember absolutely. going off down to the end of the house and ranting to God telling him how much he'd effed up my life and all of that yeah and then as soon as I finished that rant and because I said oh this is not what I wanted for my life I was so angry and then this thought dropped into my mind what do you want and I thought wow what a novel idea that is and, and like you I went back to okay like what do I want for my girls for me and as soon as I started thinking that the feeling I remember walking back down that passage feeling like I was invincible. Nothing had changed, of course. I was mm. still living on a pension, nappies, you know, kids, no job, rah, rah, rah. But I, I felt invincible and I had all these visions rolling through my head of how life was going to be for me. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that, that was the very beginning. And it doesn't matter where we get to on our journey. We, we all fall down holes here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't matter where you are, how dark it is always start to think about what you want and that will start to lift your eyes and you'll start to see some light and, and that will just build the momentum yeah do that yeah i love that How i think it's that? really funny i'm very much renowned in my family for doing doing whatever i want <laughs> like, people give me opinions but i usually end up just doing whatever i want yeah anyway <laughs> i just have this real like dr- like drawn feeling that i just go no man, this is like <laughs> this is right. Even if it's a completely wrong thing. Honestly, I think children like one of my daughters was like that. She used to challenge me time and time again every single day. Like I'd set the boundary and she'd go, Cool and then she'd go, well, what about this? You know, she'd always be stretching the boundary, pushing the boundary. And I remember looking at her and thinking, because I was very different back then, I thought, man, I'd like a bit of what she's got. Like she had this passion for life, this real fire in her belly. And as much as, you know, to all the mothers out there, as much as children like that feel like they're hard to parent, they're the ones we just want to get on board with and go, you know, teach yeah. me what you're doing. Because they're, they're just following. Like, you just follow your desire. Yeah. You're not trying to be hard to get along with. No. You're just, you're just free. You just joy. know like, what you want, I guess. I moved out at 18 years old. Didn't have to. Just It's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted my own space, wanted my own household. And at the time, I was in university, you know, I think second year uni, working part-time at Coles and I was like nah man I'm just this is the right time and my mum looked at me just like I don't think I don't think it is but we did I moved out I found a roommate and 
I've lived out of home ever since. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah, and it was yeah. fun. But at the time, you were just, it was like, same as me. It was just like, yeah, moving out when you've just started a company and you're not sure if you have income. Not yeah. the best, <laughs> you know, like yeah. thinking about it. But it's but just what you I wanted at the time. What's, what, what's the worst that can happen? I like, uh, yeah. stop getting shifts and I move back home with mum. She tells me, like, I told you so. Like, <laughs> yeah. like what is the... Like, I mean, that, that's pretty bad. I was going to say, the mum saying like, I told level, you so is like... It's pretty bad. Yeah, that's, but, that's the bottom of the... <laughs> that's when you get it. So for anyone listening to this who feels that they could benefit from all of the things you have spoken about today, what is the best way to contact you? What's the best next step? Well, definitely if they're happy to come out to a prosperity project, that is a great way to meet me, um, see how I, you know, how I communicate this information and meet others in like-minded yeah. um, you know, headsets. Um, the prosperity project is really a free event. It goes for about an hour and a half where you get to meet other people. Um, I'll do a bit of teaching around just a little nugget of this and we can all discuss it, which is really, you know, you've been to it's quite fun. Yes. Um, and I always put on food and drink and it's, like I said, no charge. You have to register just for numbers so we can make sure you've got a seat. Yeah. Um, and they're in the morning in the city, 8 yeah. till 9.30, and there's one after work once a month as well up at Stirling, 5 till 5.30 till 7. Perfect. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other way, I guess, is just to send me an email, die at diealive.com.au. So that's D-I- at D-I-L-I-V-E. Perfect. Um, yeah, because I love to sit down with people. I don't, you know, there's no obligation to work with me. I mean, goodness, if you know you want to do that, great. But <laughs> some people just need a little bit of a, a tap in the right direction or just a little bit of a nugget that's going to, you know, make everything fall into place and then they're off and running. So I'm always happy to sit and chat with you or do a Zoom with you if you're not in Adelaide. Um, you know, for an hour or so, we can just get you going. So. Yeah, perfect. I think going to um, your breakfast was like I just remember going and being in the room with the people that I was in the room with. It was just the feeling that I got. It was just the perfect way to start the day. I think I would highly recommend the morning session. Um, if you are a bit of a morning person, I am a morning person, and I love you know the idea of starting the day in a good mindset, but. Yeah, I think just the feeling you get, I think there was like 10 to 12 people um, at your breakfast and it was just very nice to be in a room full of people who feel very hopeful and, you know, you could tell that everyone's been through some some things and people are still um, working through things as well. No one in that room was, you know, perfect and fixed, I guess, if that's mm-hmm. how you want to put it. It was it was really nice to be, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think we're coming to the end of the podcast where I like to ask, we like to ask one of our favorite questions. Um, if, you know, you haven't had any mess ups or stuff ups. And I think in the world of business, us as two young business owners, we like to talk about these things because they happen. It makes you feel like you're in the thick of it with somebody else. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, so we would love to know. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think a lot of hard about this. Um, nothing came to mind immediately. Um, <laughs> However, you know, sometimes I think it's not in the big stuff, is it? It's in yeah, the big stuff. It's, all, it's like almost the little day-to-day yes. things. Yeah. <laughs> so towards the end of last year, we had a, a training online in our online prosperity project and Facebook group there. And we had come across a new way to get people to register for it so we could send them the link to the Zoom. And we were all excited and it was all happening. People had registered. And on the morning, we started the call. And one of the team jumped on and, you know, their camera wasn't on yet. But I'm like, great, she's on and she'll help everyone else understand as well. And then 
another you know another person popped on the call and that was also her and I thought oh she's got her laptop and her mobile phone yeah and then the next person jumped on and that was her name as well and then we soon figured out that everyone that had registered for that call was jumping on <laughs> her so some were on camera some were not and so I was just like oh how do I how do I deal with so much better if I think if you knew the people yeah because I think you could just say all right guys I have no idea what's going on right now but yeah. like if I couldn't even you people off camera uh you know Joe can you um yeah because you don't know who they are I didn't know who they were so yeah. it's like no one could identify anyone I was just like okay everyone we're gonna learn how to change it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that yeah well you know I think it's safe to say technology can be difficult <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, most certainly, yeah. I think we can just blame technology. It's never us, it's technology. That's the issue. 100% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much again for today. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely loved it. Thank you so much for tuning in again today on the podcast. Make sure you follow us on socials at socialshowadl to stay updated with the latest episodes. Bye Bye for now. now.